Welcome to the Discover You Living Happy podcast with me, Rach, where I waffle anything from farming to motherhood with a touch of self-help thrown into the mix. Hello, ladies. It's me, Rach, back for another episode. How are we all feeling today? I have to say my hands are a little bit cold at the moment and it is rather grey outside. It's not foggy, yet it's not bright. The sky is a, mm, yeah, shade of grey. <laughs> Has been for the past uh, two or three days, I have to say, which, yeah, puts a little bit of a, a dampener on things. Um... So, what's going on in the world of farming in Lincolnshire at the moment? Mm, not a lot, really. Um, we've had a bit more beet harvest. Yeah, oh, there you see, we're finally in the area. We've finally got the beet up. And that land has been ploughed, got ploughed when we'd had a bit of frost. So, that's um, that's all good. I can see another beet lorry heading down this way. They're quite busy at the moment. Um, we have got the yews in undercover. Uh, we had them scanned uh, probably about a fortnight ago now. Um, overall scanning of 212%, a uh, little bit more than what we would ideally like. <laughs> um, when we break them down into the groups, um, we haven't split them into pedigree and commercial yews at the moment, so I still don't know what they've done. But if we split them down into the groups um, that they were grazed in, uh, I think we've got one group we're doing nearly 230%, I think. Um, and the multiples we have got, uh, as I draw my hands down my face in pain, <laughs> we've got um, 30 um triplets and five quads so we potentially potentially have 40 cade lambs i say potentially because a we have to get them born live and um b we try and adopt on if we can and I have to say, our adoption technique, we don't get on very well wet adopting, I have to say. Um, hubby in the past, we've tried to wet adopt. And for those that aren't familiar, wet adoption is, um, there's two ways of doing wet adoption. If you are so lucky that you have two yo's lamb at the same time and you have a single yo um, that lambs, and a triplet or quad lamb, uh, yo lambing, you can literally take a wet lamb from the multiple yo and put it with the newly born lamb that's still wet of the single yo. And more often than not, the, the single yo will take that wet lamb. Um, so yeah, so that's one way of doing a wet adoption. The second way of doing a wet adoption, which we really struggle with, um, is you take a cade lamb, so it will be a dry lamb, 
um, that you've probably taken off a multiple because the mother hasn't got enough milk for more than two lambs, really. Um, so you'll take a dry lamb, and as a yo is giving birth, you can pierce the. Um, I God, my mind's gone blank. You can pierce the um, water bag. That's it. I was going to say birthing sack. That's what got me. You can pierce the water bag over the dry lamb and basically give it a bath in um, birth fluid. Um, and then hopefully the yo will adopt that wet lamb. Now, in the past, we have struggled with that because the idea of doing that is that you sort of semi-restrain the dry lamb um, in an effort to sort of pretend, help it pretend that it's newly born-ish. So um, you might just sort of tie a couple of legs together so that it's not able to just get up and run around because believe it or not, yo's can tell. If a lamb jumps up and starts running around, it doesn't matter if it's wet from um, birth fluids. They they still sort of like, yeah, that's not right. So you have to sort of try and mimic the this process of a lamb being born. Um, and so you make the lamb a little bit incapacitated. And we have had in the past, we have had lambs panic and um, and struggle. And I think I'm right in saying some years ago, um, we actually lost a lamb um, from it panicking and um, it stressed it and it caused it to become ill uh, from it. So Hubby is really, I don't think his heart's in doing that method and that's why it doesn't often work for us. Um, and the, the other way, obviously, is if you... Um, have a, a, a lamb die or um, it's born dead, you can um, skin that lamb and put that skin onto uh, another lamb. So there's ways of adopting. So, yeah, so we've potentially got 45 cade lambs um, due on the ground. Um, we will do our best to um, adopt on. Um, but, yeah, Samuel is primed and ready to um, do the, the milk bar job. Um, he takes great pride in that, actually. Um, he's very good at measuring out powder, mixing the milk and going and getting his lambs sorted out and putting them on the bottle. So, um, yeah, we've got quite a bit of work on our way with that. We've got to get the uh, the yeos to that point. Um, we've got uh, a couple that Hubby's keeping an eye on. Uh, he's just sectioned one off by herself today he's not happy with and he's taken a temperature and he's in talks with the vets she's not got a temperature which is is good our vets like temperatures if if animals are ill because that shows a sign of infection and so they sort of know what they're dealing with in a way so um she hasn't got temperature um but um yeah watery diarrhea it's not great so um yeah we're um we're looking at, at what's going on with her, possibly needs a dose of antibiotics, but we try not to um, dose uh, too heavily with antibiotics um, because obviously we don't want to create resistance. So anyway, that's the farmy bit up and done. Um, I'm just, I wanted to chat today a little bit about um, life being hard work. <laughs> um, it's um, 
yeah, some, it's not something I've struggled with all my life. But when I was, um, I think I was probably about 17 or 18, I was working in a racing yard down south. Um, and um, I, I can't say that I didn't enjoy it. I liked the group. Uh, there, I think there was about three girls of us there. And there was, there, I think there was about 15 15 or 20 horses in and we did them between the three of us um so um yeah it, it was it was pretty hard graft didn't mind that um I just struggled with some of the changes in staff members <laughs> which is uh yeah story of my life not getting on with uh, certain people but anyway um but I can always remember when I turned around and told um, the gaffer there that I was packing it up. I can always turn around. I can always remember him turning around. I was in the tack room. Remember it quite clearly. I was in the tack room, and um, I um, I broke the news to him that I was I was going to leave. And he turned around and he said to me, he "said uh, How old are you, Rachel?" I think I I reckon I was eighteen. Um, I was driving my little moped down in the, down near Wantage. It was, and uh, I said, "Yeah, I'm 18." And he said, "Oh, he said you've um, you've time enough yet to learn that the world doesn't owe you a living." And I struggled for years trying to grasp what it was he was telling me um, in that that one saying, and and. Um, yeah, it's taken me quite a long while to to suss it. And don't get me wrong, I'm I'm not shy of grafting. Don't get me wrong, I'm not shy of grafting. Um, I do like to put my feet up and enjoy a good read. Um, but uh, likewise, I'm quite happy to um, bed down and things. I was bedding down beast with the help of my dad uh, the day before I gave birth um so uh yeah not hard not not shy of of grafting but what um what it's always sort of made me realize and I think it's made me realize um recently is that for whatever it is you want in life be that um you know relationships employment um mental health anything like that everything takes effort there is no magic wand sadly um I, i'm still going to keep searching for that magic wand though i'm not going to give that up <laughs> if i find it i'll let you know um but yeah so i gave um i gave a talk on facebook um last night about habits and in that presentation, I put um, specifically that there are there's no quick fixes. And I think in everything, everybody is looking for the quick fix. And that for me is very true um, when it comes to my horse. Um, I've had her, I think it's coming up eight years now and um i thought i'd got my competition pony that i wanted or i thought i wanted um and she had different ideas and so i sought the help of one of my very um long-term friends and um horse 
training mentor um, to help me with this little mare because I realised um, conventional methods weren't going to work with her. Um, they would have done eventually, I suppose, if you'd have if you'd have you know carried on um, drilling her with conventional methods. You'd you'd have probably have eventually worn her down, but she would have been a very unhappy horse. Um, and I could see my attempts to ride her and work with her would have been um, basically an argument most times and a battle, and she um, could be aggressive. So um, I sought the help of, of my very good friend, and um, I didn't know it at the time, but when I contacted Catherine, um friend she said yeah I'm more than happy to help you that's not a problem but I will just tell you now I don't do it the conventional way anymore and because I knew of Catherine's capabilities and experience I said yeah that's fine whatever whichever way you're doing things you know I'm willing to learn it um and it has been probably the hardest slog of my life um, thus far to get where I am now with my little mare and it I had a light bulb moment when I'd given my talk last night on habits and I'd specifically put in oh, excuse me a moment oh, I thought I'd put my phone on do not disturb, which I have done, but of course, because that's hubby. <laughs> it comes through. Oh well, there you go. That's hubby's. That's hubby's ringtone. Um. So yeah, I had a light bulb moment last night, um, and really realised that I hadn't learnt something that I was trying to tell other people, and that in certain aspects of my life, I know that things don't happen overnight, but stupidly in some respects I and in some areas I expect things to happen really quickly and it, it just goes to show um nothing worth doing is quick okay and that's such a cliche saying and I think Catherine's told me it a few times and that but in all essence if you want something to stick and you want something so much um and you want uh, it to be a part of your life for a long time you have got to put in the hard work and you have got to um, travel that that road of ups and downs and learning um, so whether it be learning new habits or working with your horse or changing something in business um, it it is a damned hard struggle um, and it is hard work. Um, and so I think the lesson that I've sort of had the light bulb moment on is that, um, you know, if it's worth doing and it means that much to you, it will seem like hard work, but know that that hard work will eventually pay off because I've seen it time and time again in the equestrian world where people dive for the quick fix 
And yes, okay, they will get results, but I can nearly guarantee you that the issues that they have tried to quickly fix will reappear in some way, shape or form further down the line all the time. Something will trigger off. There's one one example um, I know of. This is a very popular lady on Facebook, has a very big gathering, um, and the horse um, is a rearer, was a rearer, and um, that horse still rears. Okay, it doesn't do it all the time like it used to, and it does it less frequently. And it, and, and you know, it's it's minimising it. It it is getting less and less, but it's still there. Um. So yeah, I just want to say I share the pain of the hard slog and why can't things just be quick and simple and if you're that keen to do it and you've got that much enthusiasm and energy and you're putting that into whatever it is you're doing, why don't you see fantastic results uh, with the, you know, to mirror the amount of energy and enthusiasm you're putting in? And I think in certain respects you do. Um, if you put the energy and the effort and the um, enthusiasm into it, the results will start showing up a lot sooner than when you sort of find it very difficult and you it's a hard slog and you don't do it regularly um, and all that sort of stuff. I've seen it. I, I see it time and time again. I see it with the podcast and I see it with the effort I put in um, on social media for the business. If you put the effort in, you will start to see the rewards. So keep going. If it means that much to you, keep going. Unfortunately, um, life isn't easy and hard work is necessary. But of all the people that I imagine you know, like I do, uh, the ones that have kept going and the hard slog that they've put in, they see the results. And I have to keep reminding myself that there are people out there that I admire and I aspire to and I have little pangs of jealousy every now and again going, how come they've got where they are? And when I sit back and give myself a reality check, I realise that they have spent long periods of time, sometimes even years, getting where they are now. And I think, although that's really hard sometimes to take, I am now starting myself to realise the comfort in that, that putting in the hard work, putting in the effort and being consistent. It may take time and it may take longer than what you had hoped, but you will get there. So there we go. Keep going, guys. Keep, keep forging forward. If you're going forward, you're going forward faster than somebody who isn't going forward at all. So there you go. Take care. Lovely to have your company. Speak to you again soon. Thanks for your company. I hope you've enjoyed the break. If you don't want to miss future episodes, hit subscribe 
and I'd be grateful of any reviews and shares. I can be found on social media under at Discover You and email is rachel at discoveryou.co.uk. Until next time, take care.